Welcome to I Feel Like, your ultimate guide to navigating life as a young adult. We're your hosts, Anna, Dan, and Evan. And we're here to share our experiences and provide advice on everything from surviving college and forming relationships, to situational etiquette and maintaining a social life. I feel like it's time to start the podcast. Hi, welcome to this week's episode. Today we'll be talking about making and spending money as a young adult and or a college student. We can definitely relate to the struggle of wanting to have a good time, but being low on funds. So we want to share our advice and mistakes to help you make the most of an empty bank account. I think money is just such a love-hate relationship, like no matter how young or old you are. I don't know, it's just one of those things where like it never feels like you're in a good place. I don't know. Maybe I'm too young to really give a comment, but it just seems kind of like controversial, the topic of money. No, I totally agree. I feel like it's, I'm always like, oh, am I spending like too much money or am I wasting my money by not spending it? I know that sounds stupid, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like for me, I'm never yeah. like, I never I know, know what to do with my money. And college is such a weird time because I guess you're out on your own and you have more freedom than you're when you're at home, but it's not like you're making a salary where you can do what you want and live where you want. You're very much dependent on mom and dad's bank account. So it's just, it's just a weird time. And I'll say like before going to college, I definitely didn't spend as much money, like in terms of, I wasn't getting takeout, you know, like, yeah, my parents were paying for that. I wasn't paying for that. And I definitely wasn't getting going out to eat and things like that as often. So yeah, it really did all change in college. Should we talk about like our experiences, I guess, first? Like I know I should probably say that I, during the school year, don't have a job. And I don't know, that that works for me. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Do we, do we want to split this into spending money and then we'll kind of put it all out there for the spending aspect and then we can move on to the making part and... Let's, I don't know, maybe do categorize to, it. Do we want to maybe start with making? I was so going to say, that's the one area. The <laughs> <laughs> we'll get that over with. Okay, well, like Evan said, he doesn't have a job during the school year, typically. Um, For me, I during the school year, I usually have like a part-time job at school. And then if I just happen to have a co-op. Do you really? I think you just had a part-time job for like the past six months yeah let's this not exaggerate thing yeah you're not like working 20 <laughs> hours every week on top of school let's calm well, it down a little if our if our listeners remember we get six months off for our paid co-ops anyway but when we're I'm not on that co-op at least in the past this past time I did have a part-time job right so for like the past six months okay <laughs> um I guess we'll just move on with that it's too early in the episode to get petty but Wait, I, yeah. I don't typically have um a part-time job on top of classes although for this upcoming school cycle I was given a work study so I think I'm gonna do it I don't know how it works and now that I think about it I think I have to get back to them soon or else they're gonna <laughs> cancel it <laughs> Um, but I don't know. I, I guess I'll be doing that. <laughs> I'm was... honestly lost. Like they told me to look somewhere. I don't know. It's and I much. couldn't help you. I don't know. I yeah, wanted to I say also don't know. that, I, it, you know, we're definitely coming from different positions and maybe you need to work a job 
um, to pay your bills in the time. But, you know, I'm definitely lucky enough where I don't have to do that. And I definitely saved all my money of the kids. So I, you know, and had my summer jobs. So I have enough to just not work during the school year. And I want to say that, like, I feel like for me, if I was having a job, I don't know if I could handle it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I would be able to balance that work in school. And I know I didn't do that in high school. And I feel like I would have drowned then too. So, you know, to each their own. I don't know. I think, I I don't think I'd want to work on top of school, but I think, or at least I'd like to think if I had to, sure I could, but I think I just enjoy my lounging around time yeah. way too much. <laughs> that I don't know. Maybe this is the wrong mindset. I'll like take on a little extra debt just to just to get to lay around and not have to report for a job. And, and, and like, let's be honest, at this age and situation, the jobs you're looking at are probably not fun, like retail, yeah. food. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like those crappy high school jobs. But we are really fortunate with our co-op system at school. The likelihood of getting a paid co-op or internship, that might be like a term that people are more familiar with. Um, the chances of getting a paid one are pretty good. So we've been really fortunate that we've been able to work full-time for six months and um, get paid for that. So we're probably in a more fortunate situation than more of a traditional college student. It's definitely nice kind of having that to fall back on because like, while I worked and Anna might be working over these next six months and stuff like that. Like, it's definitely nice to know like, oh, like for the most part, we probably don't have to do that in order to kind of be able to have a good enough social life where you're like spending you don't mind spending money when you want to but I think aside from that it is kind of important to at least kind of tell people like oh like what are some options available things like that and I'm sure your options depend based on where you're living like if your college is in the middle of nowhere I don't know quite what options you would have but if you're like in a city or you know something like that there's definitely more options in terms of like little things like restaurants and other part-time gigs that you can kind of tack on and get different shifts for. I think regardless of where your school's located, I would say the first point uh, to maybe look at is jobs that your school offers. Um, I think a lot of times those positions do, um, students with a work study have priority to get those positions, but there's so much stuff available. I, I doubt you'd run into a situation where there's absolutely nothing available at your school. But like Evan was saying, if you do live in a city or even like a college town, I'm sure there's some local stores, restaurants, something like that, that employ a lot of college students and it's close by. So you don't have to spend a lot of money or a lot of time commuting somewhere far away. And oh, something else that might be possible is tutoring. I don't know. I know at our school, they have like some different tutor centers and some of those are volunteer based, but some actually do pay. So if you're good at a certain subject or something like that, tutoring at your school or even privately or through an online service could be a really good option. I think they get paid probably more than like waiting tables. I don't know. I've never done either, but that's just what I've heard. Yeah, I haven't either. I mean, that's what I was going to say was tutoring, because I know like the tutors at our school, they make $10 for one session. So I know like for like, I think our writing center session is like 30 minutes, but for like, I think math and stuff like that, it's more of like an hour. 
So like you, you can be making pretty good money by tutoring. And no, a lot of the times you need like a teacher recommendation to get into it or things like that. Because a lot of the time it's like a professor kind of overlooks it all. But if you can get that and if you can become friendly with them, tutoring is definitely a good way to go about it. And that's if you're going through the school though. But if you wanted to start your own way somehow, I'm sure you could do that and charge your own rate if you were, I don't know, good enough to do that. Yeah, and um, another option is freelance work. I mean, I know that probably sounds kind of like scary and like a stupid idea but I've seen it a lot on Facebook and a ton of other stuff if you're good at something I don't know there's probably a lot of people out there who who want your service or something I know they're I don't know I've heard like through the grapevine there was this one girl in one of the sororities who was really good at doing like acrylic nails and I think she was a lot cheaper than the salon. So it seemed like she had a fully booked schedule. So even, I don't know, just stuff that you wouldn't even think about. Maybe you're good at photography or like, um, I don't know, maybe you, you have like, (laughs) well, maybe you have like a van and you can go pick up people's stuff that they want to get rid of. I mean, those people make a lot of money because a lot of times they charge a lot. If you have like extra furniture to come pick it up, I mean, just get creative with it. Mm-hmm. there's there's like an endless supply of possibilities of things you can do it's just if you're kind of willing to put the work into creating your own I don't want to say brand or business but like something like that in order to make money and most of the time freelance work pays way more than a job you're going to find somewhere else and if it's freelance I don't know don't quote me on this I'm not the IRS I don't want anyone getting audited but if it's under the table through cash, you probably don't have to pay taxes on that. But and again, I don't call <laughs> me if the IRS comes knocking. Yeah, I think it's probably worth noting that that's for everything we say. But I am taking an accounting class this upcoming quarter. So I don't know. Maybe I'll get back to you on the legality of that. Um, I was going to say, I don't know if this is good advice, but I feel like I always get emails from our school like, oh, there's this contest. There's this contest. And it's like, I don't know, maybe I should do those. I feel like, yeah, I know what you are mean. Are other people doing them? Maybe it's like an easy thing to get. I don't know. I don't do them, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people don't do them. So maybe you have a better shot at winning. I mean, that's am I just not be- getting these emails? Well, maybe your major doesn't have them, but I know for computer science, we're always like, oh, I want this. I this. think they're school specific. So it's not going to be a steady income, but it's an option if you want to make you know, some prize money, it's definitely a thing people do. Yeah, yeah. Some of the prizes are like a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that you could probably stretch a little. Another way to make money that I wanted to bring up that's maybe not like a steady income source or something that you're going to have a set schedule for, but um, something I've done is selling extra clothes on Poshmark and stuff. Again, it's not really like a full-time job and it's very hit or miss, but I've probably made a couple hundred dollars just selling stuff I don't need. So um, I I would definitely check that out. Same thing with like selling on eBay, Craigslist, just junk you don't want. Do you think people actually make a business out of that? Like they'll go to a thrift shop and like buy it low and like sell it high? Like, I don't know. Maybe you can figure that out. I don't know. I mean, I have this one friend in college who... Literally, she's making tons of money off of Poshmark every month. She makes like thousands of dollars just by kind of 
getting stuff like you were saying like getting stuff at thrift shops and kind of revamping it making it look nice posing it on like a mannequin and everything and selling it for pretty high prices so like i think it's like with everything but like if you're good at it you can make a lot of money but yeah i'm sure there's all kinds of different little things like that where you could you know start collecting this toy and sell it really high on ebay when it the price goes up or some something like that i don't even know but there's other things like uh uber i'm sure you could do and uh what, what are the food deliveries one like of those yeah yeah i don't have a car i don't and you know i always hear bad things about those and i don't know how i i i, I couldn't speak to that but it's definitely an option it seems like a lot of people do it so it must be uh doable going along with that you could also kind of do other delivery services where it's kind of like do it on your own time like there are things like instacart where like you buy like groceries yeah. for mm-hmm. like other people things like that so all those are also options i've never done any of those but i have heard good things um i've heard that the pay is pretty decent and i do like the idea of doing it when you want as opposed to having to report somewhere especially with as a college student i think having that sort of flexibility would be really nice and would make me more inclined to get a job than having someone make up a schedule for me and yell at me if I'm not there. It's definitely tough though, just because you're, you're probably responsible for your car, you know, keeping that. And then you always hear stories about terrible customers and, you know, things like that. Or even like sketchy situations. Yeah. mm -hmm. So it's at your own risk for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure just like anything, there's pros and cons but Mm -hmm. um yeah I guess it's an option now that we've kind of talked about sources of income if you will I think another important thing maybe touch on while we're on the making money side is budgeting I hate to say budgeting just because I feel like that might turn people away because it kind of seems daunting and unrealistic but I think it is important to keep track of your cash flow and have an idea of what your what kind of money you're making how you're spending it just because I know my freshman year of college I I didn't work I I don't even know how I had the money that I spent I think maybe I had it from high school jobs or I honestly don't even know but I wouldn't even look at my account I would just spend money in that I don't know I guess in the short term it's nice to not know but who knows how much I spent and I think that's kind of like a dangerous path to go down I think maybe in college it's hit or miss depending on what you're paying for like if you're in a dorm I don't you you're like if you're paying your rent that's one thing but if you're like in your own apartment and you have to pay for like wi-fi and water and electric like it's nice to keep track of how much that's costing you and what you're actually spending each month so that you kind of know like what you have to make and things like that, and really budgeting it, it out and keeping it clear for yourself, because th- those bills can sneak up on you for sure. And it's like, oh, I didn't realize I had to pay eighty dollars. Yeah, like it's definitely a pain, especially in the beginning, kind of like keeping track of it, having to like go through all the math and being like, okay, if I have to pay X, Y, and Z, I have to save this much. But it's definitely helpful in the long run, in terms of like a making sure that you don't overspend. But then be also making sure that you have enough to kind of, if you want to, do some fun things, like make some purchases that aren't just paying for bills, paying rent, things like that. And there's a lot of ways to go about this. Um, I guess it's your preference, how strict or loose you want to be with it. But something I've started doing probably over the past six months, and this this might be a little excessive, but I have an Excel sheet with like 
here's all the money I'm getting for the month. Um, this, and then I have a separate section for this is what I want to save. And these are my flexible fun expenses. So every time I buy something, I write it down in this Excel sheet, note down the price. And then there's some um, formulas, thanks to Excel magic that will report back to me. You're saving 50% or you've spent, um, 15% of your income, if you want to call it, on like shopping, just so I have those numbers to track my spending and I guess see patterns and where my money is going, which like I said, might be excessive for some people, but I really like it. But Excel makes it magic. <laughs> well, actually there's, I think there's even easier ways to do it. I know there's a ton of apps. Like I think Mint is one of them. Uh, you can just plug in your bank information and it uh, automates that. It's like an app and you can pull up a report. I mean, I, I've things never about that. used it. I don't know if I would recommend I don't that. think it's sketchy. I think it's um owned by, like it's not, it's owned by some bank or something. And I've heard it talked about by a lot of financial gurus on the internet <laughs> that's probably even more sketchy but... no, to financial gurus. <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's encrypted or something and i don't know i don't know i don't know anything about cybersecurity. i mean i'm sure that can be helpful and i'm sure that can you know add some pretty layers to oh you're 20 of your goal to make money for this fun thing but it's like I would, I would caution you this, maybe stay away from that. I, I don't know. I'd be a little worried about those. I'd keep it simple for yourself. Do an Excel, like Anna said. It's so easy. You can just write, Pico, this is how much you spent. It's, it, you don't need to make it all that complicated. Well, actually, I think the apps make it less complicated because you don't have to do any typing in. It will basically go through your your bank statements and at do all the math for you. So you can, you don't really have to put in any effort. The app tracks it in the background. I mean, that might be concerning for some people. Again, I don't know much about cybersecurity. I don't, I can't speak to how safe this is and I can't guarantee you're not going to get identity thefted, it, but it's just an option that I know of. I feel like if you're, like, let's say you're a super smart CS major like Evan, then you can make an Excel sheet with all the formulas. But if you're no, just no, a no, normal no, no. You person, don't have to be a CS major like, not, to use Excel. I, thank you. I'm tired of the CS stuff you keep throwing on me. But I'm not worried about the security of it. I'm just saying, I think when you let a lot of automated things like that happen, you're going to lose track of how much you're spending. And I would worry that, oh, it's automatically updating. You're maybe not really thinking about how much you're spending it's just still coming out of your bank account and are you really checking this app like you're not manually doing anything so i'd be worried that you're losing focus on actually saving or how much you're spending okay now now i get what you're saying that that does make sense and i that is a good point if if you're not actually going to use the app or pay attention to it really and check it on a regular basis then it might make you like, feel good yeah. but not actually give and you a lot you of really benefit use all those features and like say oh i'm saving this much money for this and i would just question if you're actually really going to use it to its full potential it definitely depends on everyone's goals and what they feel like doing but 
hey, I know this, those apps are kind of popular. And this but, would be a great hey, opportunity I'm... to learn some Excel. You can put it on your resume. There you go. Okay, just a quick aside. <laughs> <laughs> um, just because you know how to use like the average and the, oh, well, yeah, the sure, division yeah. and the sum formula does not mean <laughs> you're not Excel enough, proficient. Yeah. And that's not a call out for anyone. I thought I was Excel proficient until I got to college and the real world. And they're using like, pivot tables and like v lookup i still don't know what that is yeah, yeah. i got called um, out for not knowing how to use excel after it was on my resume <laughs> yeah I do a so, and i'm like what is this i don't know what that is either so we've talked a lot about making money and i guess spending it wisely and budgeting but that doesn't mean that you still can't have fun and enjoy things treat yourself once in a while um so definitely do whatever you can that fits those categories. I think it'll help make it feel like you're getting some enjoyment instead of just constantly saving or spending it in boring ways like bills. Even if it's just like buying yourself a coffee and a pastry from your favorite place once a week or once every two weeks, just a little something to treat yourself and reward yourself for your hard work and all of your earned money. And plus that helps prevent you from like binge spending Mm -hmm. if you restrict so much and then you kind of just hit a breaking point where you spiral and way overspend no I think that's a great point it's kind of a double-edged sword where it's like uh on one hand it's like yeah I think little pick-me-ups like that really definitely do go a long way and when it's on a regular basis it is way easier to track but on the on the other hand it's like I don't know do you need to add another regular expense to your budget that you know is really going to chip away I feel like but if it's something little like I I don't know I guess that works I think at that point you just have to think oh do I want more short-term gratification or long-term gratification like I know for me I enjoy kind of like yes once in a while I'll do long-term gratification but I also enjoy like getting like a little like takeout once a week or like getting like a little like I don't want to say toy but like something like that every once in a while that is totally up to you. Everyone's going to have a different opinion. And we're certainly not shaming or judging anyone who buys a Starbucks drink every day. Um, I know there's this kind of this myth that's been going around that the reason you can't afford a house or the reason you're broke is because you buy Starbucks every day, which is not true. Yeah, yeah it's not. Um, but I guess, yeah, just do whatever fits your lifestyle. And it, it, might take a while to kind of figure out what works for you and what doesn't work and what expenses fit and what which ones don't but I guess that's why it's good to develop these habits while you're young so that when you are older and have more money to mess around with you're hopefully a little more experienced in yeah in this kind of stuff we're in a very low risk age group I think yeah, because sure. for the most part 20 year olds don't have like millions of dollars so this is a good well, time do to kind of adults out. have millions of dollars, <laughs> even, even hundreds of thousands of dollars. Is that what that. my adulthood's going to look like? <laughs> I, I hope that all I hope that this podcast helps us get there. Oh anyway, though, I think that because like we're in our 20s, like this is a really good time to experiment with all aspects of your life, including spending your money. I oh. think this is a good time to kind of see like how you want to spend it, how often if you want to save. And it's really just a good way to kind of see what you like as a person. I wanted to talk about what I do because I don't really do the regular spending. I definitely do the more 
big ticket item at like you know at so much time and i think a that... 300 dollar lego <laughs> every quarter hey not Call every quarter. that wasn't an attack it was just stating a fact okay well i'll admit that i'm currently looking at yes an expensive lego but is that something i do often no not at all but um you know i think that's something that i get a little more enjoyment out, out of because you know i'm not really into like you know six dollar drinks or um takeout mm, you did like kung fu tea okay it's fun but would i get that regularly like nah that's, i'm not here for that i'm not really i'd much rather buy myself like a fun expensive thing at the end of a term than food like that's just me though you know I guess moral of the story is um, you're probably going to make money mistakes at some point. So, hey, it happens to everyone. Um, I guess it's better to make them earlier on when you don't have a whole lot to lose. I think compared to high school me or even earlier college me, I think I have gotten a little bit better at spending money a little bit better. I think I've, I'm not as impulse purchasey as I used to be I've definitely kind of scaled back on like clothes and just stuff that I really don't need I feel like for me since high school I don't want to say that I've really changed at all I think I've just kind of enhanced what I was in high school in terms of my spending habits because in high school I was making less money than I'm making now but I think even back in high school I was still like making these like short-term purchases that kind of made me happy in the moment like getting takeout or getting like a Dunkin' Donuts like drink or something and I think now it's like the same but it's just elevated where it's like oh instead of just a drink I'm getting a whole takeout meal once a week or things like that so probably not the best advice but that's just me I mean I guess I've gotten worse since childhood just because I know like I definitely wasn't going out to eat with my friends all the time and I think everything kind of changed when I got you know in a relationship and like and we were going out to eat and we were like getting gifts and things like that. And that definitely changed. I know relationships that, like, are like, so expensive. That was definitely the first time I opened up the bank. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't really buying things for myself. I was waiting till Christmas or whatever. Like that's how it worked. But yeah. And then once you're in college and you're in a dorm and it's like 12 o'clock at night and everyone's like, oh yeah, let's get food. You're not going to be the one to say no. Like you're going to be there. So things like that definitely opened up my bank and I've definitely gotten worse at um it, uh, it, I I'm impulse buying more I think just because of my surroundings but you know that's just something you're gonna have to get under control I still I think you're still pretty good though at it I think I okay know, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think last year and the year before were definitely a little tougher but this year with the pandemic I think I have definitely been like you know yeah yeah the pandemic I think did kind of limit everyone's spending for the past year, I would say, which is probably a good thing for the most part. I don't know. I, I've seen a lot of stuff online where people have gone really crazy with the, the retail therapy and have just gotten so many packages delivered to their house. But I don't know, maybe that phase is over and I'm sure that was not everyone. But I don't know. I think I've been pretty good um, with not buying as much since the pandemic. I think another thing that we could touch on is like, you don't have to do like physical things. Like maybe you want to save up for a fun vacation or things like that. That's always a fun way to spend money, I think. Um, 
and I couldn't really give you tips on planning a vacation, but yeah, no, that's definitely something that you could spend your money on. Honestly, that could be a whole nother episode and I'm putting it out there now that we should definitely do that. But honestly, like (laughs) save your money for like something fun like that. Like you could do like road trips with your friends for like really cheap. You can get some pretty cheap plane tickets if you go to like go at the right times and like to the right places. So definitely like consider that. Like don't just think, oh, vacations are like thousands upon thousands of dollars. Well, Dan mentioned getting deals. And I think that's definitely something that you should take advantage of. Like, you know, I'm a sucker for a good deal. Like when the steam deal happens like you know i'm a sucker i can't help but buy as much as i can during that one period of time and then not spend when things are full price like that's definitely i think the you know the company's still making money i'm sure and i'm sure there's reasoning behind it and i'm sure they're still profiting somehow but you know i don't know they they wouldn't run a sale if they were losing money honestly i think sales make you feel like you're the winner but really the corporation's always the winner they're just just tricking you into thinking i'm spending less money so like i mean i guess yeah but i guess i guess they're winning because sure maybe they're getting they're only making 50 percent of what they would have but you're buying it when you otherwise would not have so i guess they'd rather take 50 percent than zero percent okay well i guess you gotta be aware then because i think i would like to believe that i'm buying this game regardless and i'm able to restrain myself and wait for the deal um and maybe i'm just a sucker but it feels like i am getting you know more bang for my buck by not to call out steam (laughs) but it seems like they have a deal like every month Like, we just got off, like, the Chinese New Year deal. <laughs> There's definitely some dry periods. And, you know, the individual things can always have individual sales. But I think the big sales are definitely something to wait for. I saw this quote. I don't know if it's really a quote, but on TikTok or something. And the person was like, like, it's not a sale or a good deal unless you are already planning on buying it. Yes, absolutely. Yes. But we're not here to shame anyone for sales. I'm a sucker for a deal too. Like any percentage off gets my attention. So yeah. don't don't feel bad about it. It's it's everyone. That's why they run sales because it gets people. Mm-hmm. I, I also like- wanted to add that while you're a student, that's the best time for discounts. I can name like um like Amazon Prime, Hulu. Uh, Spotify they all give student discounts and they're like half price what they normally would be so definitely take advantage of those because they can save a lot of money over the course of a year or even compound that by the four years you're in school it's definitely a really good deal I want to say though that for deals we're saying to take advantage of them but just be aware of like what actually is and isn't a deal like if it says two for one and now the jeans are like $60, but they're normally 30 anyway, then you're not saving any money. You know what I mean? Like you're still spending $60 for two jeans. So still just like break it down and know like, oh, I'm actually saving money or I'm not saving money here. Like they mark stuff up all the time. So just be careful. Do we want to talk about some fun things to do or ways to still have a good time without breaking the bank? Um, I don't know if we're the best people to comment on this just because, I don't know, our weekends and Friday nights consisted of sitting in a room on the floor playing 
the same Mario Party game. Yeah, for and we definitely spend our all money night. on very different things. Well, I think I think something that we spent a lot of money on freshman year, and probably a lot of other people was eating out and takeout. Even yeah. though it's not mm-hmm. anything super glamorous, I mean, it adds up. And yeah, even like our beloved mozzarella sticks were probably eight or nine dollars each yeah. time mm-hmm. and well we got them because that place had a deal the deal got us <laughs> was that really a deal yes, i don't really was. think it was yes, 12 it was. mozzarella sticks for yes. like eight dollars that's the, a deal well but it wasn't like deal. a special that was just how that restaurant yeah. worked True. but in yes, comparison yes. to other restaurants it seemed like a deal but it yes. was a deal because it was five dollars for six but then it was only three extra dollars to get but that's how more. all places work <laughs> i know <laughs> That's why all places are still in business and why we're the suckers. This is just marketing tactics to make people yeah. spend more money. Yeah, I'm not a marketing. I've He's never a computer a science plan. major. Yeah. Um, But I was going to say, we've talked about this before, like how to save some money. And for us, like, I would always go pick up the food and we definitely saved money on delivery fees and things like we that. We would send Evan out in the middle of the night by himself. <laughs> well, I enjoyed it. That was and just I was like, in Evan's defense, he wanted to. Yeah, no, True. I liked it. And I didn't want to send those delivery fees. That was insane. And I'm, I didn't care if I had to go pick it up. It was right down the street for us. So, so get a definitely... friend who's willing to go pick <laughs> up the food. And really willing to risk their lives in, in the dark <laughs> at any hour of the night or morning. maybe not the safest area we were fine i was fine we're, i was we, at, we get reports of robberies and shootings I was and i wouldn't know me. we didn't pick up the food i don't think i ever was too nervous but hey you know whatever but yeah Anna's that's right. exactly when they get you when you're oh not God, <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm not trying to like your Be manga safe. about like street crime <laughs> No, but Anna's right. There's definitely different ways to have fun when broke. Like, there are so many different free games out there that I know we did, you know? So definitely look up those. Oh my gosh, we sound like such losers. Free games. (laughs) No, there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing free. Or if, like, I know we didn't do this, but, like, our dorm had, like, cable. Like, we could have used that if we really wanted to, but... Again, <laughs> so exciting. Cable on a Friday I'm just, night. I'm just saying. Also, though, like, just, like, more, I guess, not, like, staying in the dorm things. Like, on the weekend, sometimes it was nice that, like, we would go, like, explore, like, our campus, yeah, explore, uh-huh. like, the surrounding areas, things like that. And there's, like, a lot of free stuff to do there. There's, like, parks, things like that. I don't know. It was just, it was fun exploring. Yeah, and, um, I mean, we were in our schools in the city so that might give some more opportunities and things in more rural areas or college towns but a lot of the museums have free entry on the first Sunday of the month or something like that there's a lot of free parks or even just I guess like pop-up events in in town and I don't want to get too specific but there's definitely like ways you can also get out of the city like hop on a train go up to a different city or do that. Like, you know, if you're in a city, you're definitely pretty connected to everything. So you can definitely find your way to some other new cool place outside of your city. That's pretty easy to get to. Also, this is very city specific, but a lot of the times your school will have kind of fare that will like pay for you to take these trains, the subway, things like that. I'm not sure if our school does. Not no, it, they but I know, didn't. I know that other schools in our city do do that though. So like definitely like take those up. Like if your school's offering like free subway fare or anything like that. So you can go explore. 
I think you bring up a great thing about the school. Like we're talking about college spending and I'm sure your school has tons of deals. I remember during like our welcome week going to a thing about you log onto this website and there's all these ticket deals and all these deals. Um, and I never use it because uh, I've completely forgotten about it until this moment. But schools definitely offer free like events or discounted tickets to things or fun little, uh, you know, things you can go to. Going back to the food, because I think that's something we're all very passionate <laughs> about and could talk about for a while. Another thing that I remembered is some places might even have certain times or days where they have discounted food there was this one place that I, I don't even know how to describe it I guess they served like I don't know was it a bar I have no idea I don't know what you're talking about I think I know what you're talking about and I think it was a bar I don't know it had like breakfast mm-hmm. it was like a multi-purpose restaurant yeah but I think it was every Sunday from a certain time period you would get 50% off brunch with a valid school ID from and from our school and a couple other schools in the area so that's a good way to get out and have some fun and save a little bit of money who doesn't love that I also wanted to say just kind of going back to things that the school offers a lot of schools have like campus or I think it's campus activity boards is that what it stands for yeah like things like that and they set up activities where it's normally like fun events but they're at like significantly discounted prices like we all went ice skating for like what three five dollars and like we got like hot chocolate too um, they do think like I think Anna and Evan went to like a what was like a glass blow. That was event. expensive. That was thirty dollars. That <laughs> oh, was never really mind. expensive. But they uh, but um they do have a lot of discounted tickets. Um, for as little as like pay five dollars to get entrance into this event in the city that otherwise probably would have been twenty or thirty. They also usually have a lot of free food events. So if you want the thrill of getting like takeout and not going to like the dining hall or things like that, but you don't want to pay for it, like take up those free food events. Like Anne and I went to like a Chinese New Year one once. Just a warning, don't get your expectations too high. We thought we were coming into like a Chinese (laughs) buffet when in actuality, we kind of just got the scraps. I mean, hey, I'm still grateful for free food but I think it I just thought maybe I would have gotten fed a little more than we did also getting into the story a little bit it was our own fault for being in the back of the line Uh, be prepared to like stampede everyone to be the first in line because that's when they give out the generous portions yeah but definitely take advantage of all those kind of opportunities that your school offers there's a ton of things probably that your school is giving you deals events things like that so definitely take them up if you want to have fun, but maybe don't want to spend a lot of money. Maybe we're just um, like losers, but <laughs> but we still had fun with like like Evan brought in his his ancient Wii or something, it and we just ancient. had so fun with that, so much fun with that. Honestly, I feel like some of our best memories were when we were staying in and not even spending money. Like well, you don't need to go out and blow a ton of money and do something crazy to have a fun time or at least we don't but maybe that's just because we're a little lame yeah I definitely I don't want to talk more about games but I just feel like I'm sure everyone has their own catalog and it's just when you have a group of people and you if you have a group game it can be a great way to just bond you're not spending money you can probably play it so many times and never get bored of it just because you're laughing about it with your friends you know it's just kind of the jokes keep it going I guess but another thing is like uh I'm sure like 
maybe one person has a subscription to like Netflix or something like that, that can be a thing. You can all watch a show together. Um, you know, we're talking about. Yeah, our shows did keep us busy for yeah, a while. Or some movie like, you know, you don't have to do that by yourself. Get a group of people that can be fun. That's a good way to not spend as much money. You can just drag out. There's so much content on Netflix. I'm sure you can find something. And honestly, at this point, Netflix has raised its prices every single year. They're not even cheap anymore, so get your money's worth. Do we want to get into rapid fire hot takes? (laughs) Evan does love the rapid fire. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Well, someone start us off because I have to think of something. I I have one. I can start. So back to making money. If you want to make money, but you're not a creative person, you have nothing that you think you could do freelance that's like unique or original, definitely check to see if your school offers like jobs other than like work study because a lot of jobs like working in the library or working for like just like a random department, a lot of them are pretty like chill. You can usually just do your homework and get paid during those times. So I definitely recommend that if like you don't want to do freelance work. Can you find things on LinkedIn? Because I was on my LinkedIn today and I saw people posting about like, oh, I did this job just you know quick thing is that like a place where you could find things like that? i mean i've never probably six... not I've never okay. probably more no idea. internships but i don't know maybe who knows okay this is i don't know how on topic this is but it kind of relates to money and i'm a little bit of a personal finance enthusiast but College is a good time to get a credit card. I know this is probably super hit or miss depending on the type of person because you can get yourself into a lot of credit card debt. But if you use it responsibly, you can start to build your credit to put you in a better position later on. And a lot of credit cards have cash back or points rewards. So you're basically getting money back for money that you otherwise would have been spending already. So that's yeah. my hot take. I didn't realize like how much cashback works. I literally just got a credit card like last week. And like when I was like buying things, I'm like, oh, wait, why did I get money back? This is nice. And like, I don't know, definitely take advantage of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, in the short term, it's only going to seem like, wow, I got a 25 cents back on this purchase. But over the course of a year, depending on how much money you spend, that could add up. And sometimes these credit cards even offer as much as 5% back on certain categories or other credit cards do more of a point system. And some even go up to like five times points on like grocery purchases or something like that. Hmm. I don't have cash back. I should get that. I should look into that. Anyway, I was going to say that I've always been a proponent for credit cards over debit, debit cards. And that's just kind of something with spending money, I guess, where I think they can be a little... Uh, dangerous if you have if you have multiple accounts and like the one debit card is linked to account where you only put so much money I think that's fine but I would just say a credit card is definitely safer and and what Anna was talking about getting your credit score up I think that's definitely great advice that you should be doing um, during your college experience and like I you know I, I think maybe there was this like back in the day when credit cards were new people were going crazy with them but i don't know who's like really going wild with their no, credit, credit cards anymore card debt is a huge problem okay well that's be why careful, companies like, like american express make like 20 billion in profit a year because people because of accrued interest and credit okay. card interest rates 
are like the average like 19th percent which is insane compared to like student loans which is like what i'll say is if you pay it off you know if as long as you don't wait you're only paying off what you spent you won't be paying off all this interest so pay it off on time and don't take out more than one credit card yeah i mean that that is how it works i guess but it's a lot easier said than done sure. it's yeah. very easy to kind of spiral into living above your means sure and getting in a sticky situation well then so you should follow our advice a about a budget sword. sheet or whatever can you we use. do a personal finance episode or like a credit <laughs> card will episode i'm for so that. excited <laughs> well i was gonna also say that like you know maybe you're not making a ton of money right now but you know whatever you can put away for long, long term, I'm sure would be good to also do. Right. Yeah. I opened up an IRA this past year and I'm just putting like $20, $30 away a month that in the short term really is not anything that I'm going to miss necessarily. And it's, I think the more important thing than the dollar amount is just building that habit yeah. mm-hmm. so that when you are in a position where you're making more money, you're not used to like spending it all and not paying yourself and then also kind of looking kind of with that but like once if you're like maybe in your later 20s after college and like you're starting to get a job make sure you get like a good 401k plan where like is matching (laughs) a good amount very off topic for what we talked about but like yeah think about long term too well i'm back to the college level i was gonna say that you never know what kind of expense is gonna come up like I, I doubt emergency you're, fund yeah i'm just saying is like that you're probably not a, saying you're probably not like a homeowner and are gonna have to deal with like re-roofing after some storm or something like that but again like maybe you own a car and like maybe something happens and you need some money for it or else you can't get to your job like you should definitely be planning for things and like that to happen i don't know if this is a hot take or like a, a heartfelt piece of advice but don't feel bad when you get to college or you kind of move out and have a little bit more financial freedom. Don't feel bad if you make mistakes or don't feel bad if you overspend. It happens to all of us. And it's definitely once you start to make a little bit of money in your way from home, it's really tempting to, I mean, it's a new experience. So it's really tempting to um, spend it and have fun. So there's no shame in that. We've all been there. It's a learning yeah, experience. Yeah. And if you're in college. No judgment here. Yeah, like, just have fun with it, I guess. Like, learn, of course. But, yeah, this is, this is, you should be messing around and experiencing. This is kind I of guess. the age yeah. where if you make a mistake, people almost. You can recover. Expect it of you. Yeah. And as you get older, I think people's tolerance for <laughs> stupid mistakes, if you will, gets a lot lower. Yeah, absolutely. So make the mistakes now. Get them out of your system. Well, don't, don't get actively, in a credit card debt. Don't, don't get in a credit card debt. Yeah. Don't pay, be pay, reckless. Like, pay it off as soon as you can. Yeah. And there's like online banking. So it should be really easy to pay it off. You don't have to go to the actual bank and move money or anything like that. Like log on once a month. It's the yeah. easiest thing. Automated to do. A lot payments. Of the time you can do automated yeah, or payments. that too. Yeah. Uh-huh. But also, we know that not everyone has this privilege. Yeah. We don't sure. want to sound like super <laughs> preachy. Oh, just pay off your credit card because we know not everyone's in that position, and it's a tough world out there. The economy mm-hmm. sucks. We're in a recession and a pandemic, so don't be too hard on yourself. 
So hopefully, I think there was something something to take away from all that nonsense that we just talked about. Hopefully, we covered pretty easily, you know, some easy ways to make some money and some fun ways to spend it. And hopefully, in the future, when you know, if you're not in college yet or you're in college now, hopefully this can help you with your money management. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to like and follow our podcast on whatever platform you're currently listening to it on. Check out our social media linked in the description and tune in next week for even more advice. TTYL from IFL. Bye.